Hello, Hello. everybody. All right. Hello, everyone. Hi, George. Hi, Randy. Kamusta? Mabute, mabute. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Take Note, the yes. podcast. Yes. Welcome to our pod- podcast, Randy. Podcast. podcast. Yeah. Sorry for my <laughs> accent. Podcast. Oh, yeah. George, did you see the backs? It's in the, it's, it's beside the bug. <laughs> Hi everyone. We have so much fun doing this. Uh, thank you so much everybody for dropping by and for uh, tuning in to this podcast. We are on episode number 5, Randy. Grabe, wow. naka-5 na tayo. Naka-4 na pala. Yeah. And uh, we want to thank those who follow us. Yep. And uh, we encourage you to continue following us and to continue to share. If you if you have you know been blessed by this podcast or if you think or you feel that you're receiving something you're getting something out of this podcast uh, we'd like to ask you to share right um, on i always say george that this is not something like a netflix thing uh, where you just choose a movie sit down and eat popcorn yeah. so i would like to make this a little more interactive, interactive. as much as we can yep, yep, as much yep. as we can And uh, one of the ways to make it at least to do something is to share it and uh, share it with people um, so that more and more people will be blessed. I know that uh, this is something that God wants us to do and uh, this is something that God will use you to, uh, to, to spread. And thank you. Thank you for those who have done so. Amen. Alrighty. All right. Rance, I'm excited for our topic today. So, you know, um, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, uh, Randy and I, this is our fifth podcast and we've been talking about, you know, our our best and worst decisions. That's how we launched the podcast because this podcast is all about decision making. All right. And we want to not preach to you so much or give you advice. Really? No, no. It's more about just sharing Uh, vulnerably, you know, our takes and experiences on the topic to hopefully give you some material and insight that will help you, that will help inform your decisions about the topics that we discuss. And yeah, uh, we've been talking about work and, and all of that and, um, and the career, you know, and, and today um, we're still sort of in the money arena, which is why the title of our podcast today is Save, Spend, or Share, right? What to do with your income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do something about it. Uh, <laughs> I have to do something about my income. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we want to we wanna help everyone because, George, we make thousands of decisions every day. But you know what? The more information you have, the harder it is to... Uh, actually, the harder it is to make decisions. Um, but uh, the more informed you are about the topic or the the what you have to decide on, uh, it, it gets easier. So yeah. So when we talk about save, spend, or share, we're gonna we're gonna lay on the table uh, ideas, and uh, it may be coming from experience. It may be coming from observation. Or it may be coming from uh, stuff that we've read, you've read. Yeah, mentors. And, uh, hopefully, yeah. yeah, hopefully one day uh, you will remember all these and then make the best decision. Um, all right. 
So, Randy, before we get on, I, I just want to share that, um, you know, whenever we talk about finances, it really blesses me, especially at the feast, right? Um, because as, as, as you know, or some people might not realize that when you preach, you know, oftentimes God is preaching to you through your own words mm-hmm. and you're convicted, yeah. right? And every time we have a financial series, it's always great. And, you know, we grew up... Uh, I don't know, uh, me, maybe I grew up with this uh, sort of skewed idea or impression of money because a lot of people make the mistake as, uh, you know, misquoting that Bible verse that that money is evil, all right? Um, and and that it's a bad thing, We should, especially if you're spiritual or if you're a lover of God, you shouldn't, um, uh, you shouldn't want money or you shouldn't talk about it or it shouldn't be important. You know, God will always provide, right? But mm-hmm. then um, it's actually the love of money or the over-obsession with money or making it your God that that becomes the root of evil or is that it, um, it, uh, it, that's when things go wrong, right? But money is important, man. I mean, God... <laughs> God blesses people through money. Without money, this ministry wouldn't run. Without money, our children won't eat and then they won't be able to go to school. I mean, money is important. And I think all the more as Christians or, or, well, you and I and or anyone who's listening, all the more as stewards of what God has given us, all the more it's important to be informed and to know what we should do and how about money and how to be responsible about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have a George Ziki, my ten-year-old son. One day uh, went up to me and said that, uh, "Why was money invented? Why did God invent the money when it's evil?" And uh, yeah, I shared him what you just said that the love of money is actually the root of all evil. And I told him, "Money in the hands of good people become good money." Yeah, the money yeah. in the hands of bad people become bad money, and I don't know about <laughs> you, George, but I want to have money. <laughs> Amen. I want to yeah. have money, and I want to use it the pro- properly. I want to bless people, and I, I think before we start the discussion, I think it's important to just say, uh, friends, that um, when you get money, when God blesses you with money, when you get the opportunity to make money, just always remember that that this happened, not uh, this happened. Uh, this happened because God wants you to be a blessing to others. It's not Amen. just for you. Amen. You don't keep it. So yeah, let's make money. Let's learn how to save, spend, or share money. And uh, let's see where the, our, our, our discussion will take us, George. Right on. All right. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Point number one, save. All right. So save. we talk about this all the time, Diva. When when you get yeah. money, you have to save. You and I, Rans, are from a generation that was all about saving, right? It, yes. it was about yes. that. Diva. That was the thing in our generation when we grew up. And I don't know, um, uh, a lot of people will ask, you know, how much should you set aside? Because there are different, you know, there are different recommendations, Diva. I've I've mm-hmm. heard personally that uh, you know a good amount to save is between uh, twenty to thirty percent of your income. That sounds like a lot, right? After taxes, mm-hmm. <laughs> so parang tax palang di ba? Yeah. Parang wow, wala yeah. nang naiwan di ba? Yeah. But yeah. then uh, I I do think there is a lot of wisdom to it. Huh? Wait, is that what you do, Rans? How about you? Um, you know, ako, I I believe that it's it's biblical. Saving is biblical. In fact. In fact, Jesus did that, George. Jesus did that. And, and everyone really? knows that Jesus saves. Yeah, amen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, we 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 we've been taught to save money. We've been taught to uh, to set aside. But uh, you know what, George, from experience and and from our my observation and talking to people, um, and, unless this becomes a habit or unless this becomes a discipline in your life, it's gonna be hard because you cannot save by accident. Yeah. It, it's uh, you 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 save you 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 set aside religiously. Uh, um, you you know doesn't it, it doesn't depend on 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 the situation or something. Now sometimes because you know reality, uh, it, you know sometimes it happens that that you don't have enough, you don't have money to save. But but as long as it becomes a habit, uh, yeah. There, there's a misconception, George. That, that now maybe maybe you can answer this. Uh, is this a misconception that that you save what's left? You know, mm. how, how do you start saving? Yeah, because a lot. Yeah, there, there. I think there are two ways to go about saving. There is, you use your income or whatever money you have for all the things that you quote unquote need. Because some, I say quote unquote because sometimes the things you label as a need, they're all they're just wants, right? <laughs> but the point is, you spend first, and then you save after, right? But there's another school of thought that says save first or set aside your saving first. And whatever is left after that, that's what you use to live on or to spend. Now, the latter sounds a little more difficult, as I said, especially after taxes and all. And a lot of people react, paano kung sale, di ba? Ang sale seasonal yan, eh, di ba? <laughs> or, or it, uh, you know, there's, there are certain things that you need, win, uh, that you, sudden expenses like uh, medical stuff or whatever. And, I think I don't think there's a hard and fast. I mean, obviously, when emergencies or stuff like that arise, you it's a it's a judgment call at that point. But I I would say that I there is a lot of wisdom. I think to having a you know I the the save first and spend later seems to be a little more predictable in terms of building a fund or an emergency fund or you know a savings fund versus spend first and then you save now but again um I'll admit Rands that there was a time when we my wife and I because of certain situations we kind of danced between these two philosophies it really used to be save first and then we spent but I'll admit you we we went through a season where we kind of had to uh, spend a little bit on certain occasions because there were big needs. And then we weren't able to save as much. Um, but then after that, we realized, wait, this is uh, parang mahirap. It, my, my wife, who actually does the books in our family, medyo kinabahan siya. So the, the recourse after that was we had to adjust our lifestyle so that we could continue at least to save a certain amount. Because our goal was we wanted an emergency fund such that if either of us, uh, you know, lost a job or was unable to make money, we would be able to have a certain amount that would keep us afloat for several months. And 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 what we were investing in there was our mental, you know, the the, the 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 taking away the stress or the worry that you know, knowing that okay, we've set something aside, we've been responsible, and that gave us a lot more peace of mind than whatever we wanted to spend on or buy. Um, uh, except in those certain times that I said those might have been like emergencies or big, 
you know, we really had to make a call. And, and But it wasn't all the time that we ate into our savings. In fact, we're very precious about not eating into our savings as much as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The very first time, George, I, I uh, worked with Francis Kong, uh, you know, maybe, 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 you know, you know, Francis Kong. Yes. He's a yes. motivational speaker. And the very first time I, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, worked with him in a TV show, he said something that I will never forget. It's about, it's about setting aside money. Because sometimes uh, people, people have this uh, misconception that it's easier to save if you make more money. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know what he said? I, I, I can still vividly recall the, the line. And, and he said, it's not how much money you make. It's how much money you save. And uh, <laughs> you can really recall the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but parang, parang I, I, I used to do a better impression of Francis. <laughs> but but I, parang I felt that today, parang I, that was, I, I don't know if that's Barney or what. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh, <laughs> it's not how much money you make. It's how much money you save. <laughs> So you know you have people earning less but with more savings, but it's again it's really that's, a discipline. Y- you uh, know what? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so true. I have a friend who, I have a friend who I know. He's, I have, I have, I know people who are putting their children through school, and I know that they are, you know. Um, they have other expenses apart from that. But I am blown away by how they are able to fulfill those, you know, those obligations or those things that they need to set aside money for and make sacrifices. Oh my gosh, Renz, I you know, it's yeah. it's amazing. So I know for a fact that it can be done. And um, I mean, maybe there are extreme cases, but I think in the end of the day, it really is a matter of, uh, it's a decision, right? It's a decision. And, and, mm-hmm. and the truth is, we, we reap the consequences. Rans, I grew up not valuing saving. I really didn't. Uh, it wasn't a priority for me. Sa- and same if it's, here, George. <laughs> yeah. Here. We, M- many times I needed to be saved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to come to the rescue because we didn't yeah, save. I needed to be saved. Yeah. And 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 I I try not to say this verbally that the one thing I regret or use the word regret, but then yeah, it is looking back, it's really something that I would want my son to learn or teach him that you know you will never regret saving or and again it's not so much the figure but the attitude or the discipline it's not so much mm-hmm. how much it was because that's always dependent on again yeah how much you make yeah. but the fulfillment and the discipline of saying no before anything else i need to put it aside and you know there are, there are many ways to do that it it doesn't even have to be in just one form right it can be you can invest yeah. you you can you know you can invest that's um something that light of jesus or at least Bo, brother bo encourages through the truly rich club it's not j- saving is great but then investing is better right now mm-hmm. um uh, again we Randy and I are not experts on investment we do we do what is recommended by the truly rich club but then we're not qualified to coach or to give advice on that um yeah if, if you're interested uh google 
truly rich club. Yes, yes. And uh, you can you can get tips. You can you know yeah. you can learn a lot. Now you can start with savings, um, setting aside uh, an emergency fund. Usually, George, emergency funds it's about six months of what you're making. Exactly. So yes, that yes. if anything happens, uh, you you have uh, uh, you have breathing space, and then. From after 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 uh, the emergency fund, you can you can uh, yeah you can go to investments and uh, you can do uh, insurance uh, plans yeah, yeah. Um, but but again it's it's not as easy, as simple as that you have to learn and uh, we just want to tell our, our listeners George that um, you need to study you need to you know practice due diligence you don't just you don't just uh, go into a plan, the first plan that's presented to you. Try to see because it, it, it's getting more sophisticated and more complicated at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. these days. Because yeah. it's directed, na eh, especially with COVID, George. Yes. Now you have insurance policies that, ha- that, that, that uh, cover <laughs> COVID-19. Yeah. But that was not there five years ago. Yeah, exactly. So, and- yeah. And and a lot of we we do we actually did have a question for this particular episode about you know our view on insurance and um and and just like Randy said you know you have to study it my uh, in my opinion and again this is just my opinion that you know as far as life insurance is concerned I mean well look at it this way the the most definite thing that's ever gonna happen to anyone is that we we will one day uh, pass away we will die Hello. one day and. So- <laughs> <laughs> Did you not think so, Rand? <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, and so it uh, for me it's uh, for me that makes total sense now t- because yeah, uh, and and there's this one uh, friend of ours said that uh, you know it's it's a it's a way of it's a, it's one way of telling your loved ones that you love them because you're trying not to hassle them once you're gone so that they won't be burdened uh, in terms of taking care of you and all of or taking care of the arrangements and all of that um which is true some people i know some people when they experience death in the family uh hirap sila you know it's a struggle to just you know do everything the, the the funeral and and all of the you know the things that come with uh, with death and and so yeah, by being responsible, I guess it's one way to to do that. Now, it's up to you if you want to get all the other bells and whistles or the you know, kung may power windows bayan or voice activation, <laughs> all the trimmings of of what the other plans come with yeah. nowadays. That's that's something you need to study. Especially especially George, if you know it's it's gonna be tough. Especially if you are the breadwinner, because yeah. you know when 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 the breadwinner dies. Yeah. What happens to to the family? So you you, you want to leave something, and and I can liken this also, George, to a spare tire. You know, you have you have a spare tire in your car, and I, I don't think you wake up in the morning and say, "When can I use my spare tire? I wish yeah. I use I yeah. can use my spare tire today." But you have a spare tire just in case, uh, so that uh, I know. Yeah, it's 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 for convenience. There are lots of co- insurance policies. Eh? Merong yeah. may pension, merong may health component, merong, uh, yeah, go to our friends, you know, go to Truly Rich Club, or if you want, you can go to IMG, uh, International Marketing Group, or uh, maybe Ramp Ver Financials. So, yeah, they can help you, uh, give you advice. Right so on. There. Mm-hmm. And, and on now, that note, Rans, it, it just makes yeah. sense to have a spare tire, right? I mean, it's not, 
It's yeah. like, we don't, I mean, or, okay, fine. I don't have a spare tire, but you know what's going to happen when you need it and you don't need it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, great. Um, I mean, but, there's but a lot. But you don't want a spare tire around your yeah yeah so there save um there's a lot more we can talk about there but then yeah um um just yeah try to visit those websites um that randy mentioned and and yeah let us know what you think uh about that your thoughts or your feedback so save, spend, or share. Put the tayo sa spend runs. Ito yung pag-usapan. Did you notice that saving part was awkward? <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to talk about spending. But George, before at the start of this, let me just say something about spending and saving and uh, way of life and uh, quality of life and lifestyle. Um, okay, I I learned from uh, a mentor. I consider him one of my mentors. He's a billionaire, and uh, he said that uh, okay, when it comes to spending, he said, uh, Randy, choose a lifestyle that you want, that you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. okay, and don't de- and don't depart from it. If you make more money. Maintain that and be simple. If you if you feel that it's gonna deplete you and if it's gonna change that lifestyle that you want, then you're not ready for it. Postpone it. Wow. Uh, and and I've tried that. I I have simple joys, George. I I just want to sleep in a comfortable bed, and um, I, I I just want to you know the idea that I can eat. In whatever restaurant that I want to eat in, and that that's that's okay for me. Uh, you know, I don't I don't necessarily have to eat in that restaurant, but just the thought of. But just knowing, knowing that uh, if if my son says that can we eat there, I can okay. say okay, okay, let's go. Yeah. And and I've I've I, in the past, you know, in the years that I've been married, uh, twelve years, I've practiced that, and uh, uh, we want to we want to eat. We want to go to places, and and there were many times that I I need I, I wanted to buy some things, you know how boys are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to buy some things, but it's gonna it's gonna affect that lifestyle. Mm. Um. And 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 I I've, I've postponed that. And okay. I'm trying as much as I can that if I get naman money, I try to still keep it simple because the fact is, George, I don't know about you, but I I think this is a this is a temptation, if I may call it a temptation, uh, for you to to increase your spending habits as you increase your income. Yeah, or that's always a temptation. Get, yeah, yeah. The more the money that you get, the the more, uh, the the more you try to spend it all. Yeah. So. I I I think you know if if you have windfall, or you have a sudden you know. Um, a, a, a sudden yeah windfall or you get a promotion or whatever I mean there it's one thing to buy that big ticket item that you've always wanted that, but you held back on but it's a different thing I guess if you're you're spending habits 
change altogether. Like, which is what you said. It's a lifestyle change, right? Mm-hmm. If when Randy said lifestyle change, just to clarify, it's like all of a sudden you're a different person or you're in a different level of spending, but and you're departing or you're changing your initial lifestyle that you said, I'm comfortable with this. So wow, I love what you said, bro. Um that's that's really good. And and you mentioned something about postponing because you know, the question is, should I buy this or should I not? You know, that's that's usually the question. Is it okay to buy this? And Rand, do you experience that yung, you, you want something, then you feel a little guilty. So you ask people, bro, okay ba to? Or you ask your wife or you ask your girlfriend, what do you think of this? Because you're looking for reassurance that, wow, that's great. You should buy it. Really? Yeah, I should. All right, game. Because <laughs> I've done that a lot. I've done that a lot. I justify my spending be by the careful. feedback of be others. Be careful who you're asking, George. <laughs> Okay. Be careful who you're asking because I know some people who will always say yes. Bili na, buy na, buy na. E palibasa hindi. Buy na. Palibasa kasi hindi nila pera, di ba? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. And and I thought of this thing, right? I thought of this thing where um, to, to have a to have a not now list a not now list. Ang masakit kasi, Rans, is when you want to get something and then your conscience tells you, no, you can't afford it. We tend to think sometimes, yeah, I'll never buy that. It'll never, you know, I just, it's too expensive. I'll never buy it. Or it's it's too much. I'll never pay for something that much. Or it's right in front of you. You have the opportunity, but you know for a fact that you're, you're, you don't have the cash flow, all right, for it. And then it's, um, okay, then you decide, uh, you can't, and then you feel bad because it feels like you'll never have it. I think we don't have to say never, but we just have to say not now. Like, it's not the season for it, mm-hmm. right? For, there's a um, time for everything, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a time for everything. So it might even help to list it down as, as a different, because sometimes the tendency is just forget it. Take it off my list. And then it's erased from your list of wants or needs or, or whatever. But then if you make another list that's your not now list or not now but later list, there's something to look forward to. You know, you kind of look at it and say, oh, I'm dreaming about this. And one day, and yeah. it kind of puts them some excitement. And you say, you know what? One day I know that if God really wants me to have that thing that I want, and if it's really good for me, but because it's a little more expensive or it's obviously a luxury, it's not a necessity, then I look forward to the day that God will provide for it or it will be the right time that I won't feel guilty and I can appreciate it more because it's hard to appreciate something if you're super guilty about spending it, right? Mm-hmm. Parang, yeah. parang talo ka rin eh, di ba? But then if if you put it on a not now list and you put it there and you say, yeah, that's that's something that I will get later on. And sometimes, Rans, it's not even a matter of if it's expensive or not. It's also, is it the right time? Like, mm-hmm. you know, is it the right time to do it right now? Like, as a father, there are certain things that I want to buy, but then it's just not the right time because I have kids. It's either they're going to wreck it or 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 the money should go somewhere else. Or, you know, it's just, it just there's no space for it right now because there's other things occupying the house. So sometimes it's not just a question of mahal or wag ka muna gumastos. 
but then it's also more of it's not a smart buy. It's not a wise purchase. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, talking about time, when's when's the right time to do that? Una, I just want to say that do it after saving. You know, after you've saved money already. Uh, but but I, I also want to say, uh, going back to saving, that the first thing that I think we really should do is if you have debts, pay pay up pay up first, pay your That's debts. That's cool. And yeah. then if you and, and then after that slowly, okay, try to 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 set aside a little money, but you know, and pay pay debts and then save, and then you can start spending again. Uh, George said nothing wrong with spending, nothing wrong with uh, rewarding yourself with with a uh, little, like uh, and and then you know ask yourself is it the right time? Like like I'll give you a personal experience. I've always wanted. I've always you, you know growing up. Um, I've I've been through Atari and all these video games, <laughs> and uh, I I really found you know buying a PS a PlayStation expensive, and I and for the longest time I'm saying it's not the right time, it's not the right time, uh, but but uh, one Christmas I I just decided that it, now is the time because Z- Ziki will love it, and I mm. did it for Ziki. Of course, that's that's yes what people the- see. Yes, but really, uh-huh. you know, really, I, I really just wanted to get one. Uh, but but there's a right, there's a time for everything. And uh, um, yeah, after you've paid your debts, uh, reward. Uh, um, and also practice, pala George. Uh, what can you say about this? Practice delayed gratification. Exactly. You, yeah. You you save up now, hold hold your horses, and then enjoy it some uh, some some other time. Yeah, my my wife is an expert at that. You know, my wife is an expert at she she. But then again, sometimes it's personality. I love to window shop. I admit that she will not go to the mall unless she knows what she wants to buy. <laughs> she will only go, and then when she goes, she already knows what she wants. So after she gets it, she won't look around anymore. And she's an expert at saving up for it. So. You know, she saves her money for that one thing. And sometimes it doesn't even matter if it's on sale or not. Ako, if I see a sale, it's like, oh, yeah, on sale, let's get it. Sayang yung pera. But it's funny. My dad told me, because one time I bought something on sale, a pair of shoes. And then I go, dad, guess what? I bought this on sale. Then he goes, oh, okay. How much? Then I told him how much. And I go, guess what, dad? It's, it was on sale. It was on 30 or 50% off. I saved 100 pesos. I saved 200 pesos. You know, I saved <laughs> because I bought it on sale. And my dad said, actually, you didn't save because you don't really need that. You actually just spent 300 pesos. <laughs> you think you saved, yeah. but you actually didn't. So again, delineating between whether it's a want or a need. My wife, she doesn't feel guilty about buying full price. I always say I'll never buy full price, and I'm proud of it. She doesn't feel guilty about buying full price because she knew it's the one thing she wanted. She saved for it. She set aside money, and she didn't spend on other things. So again, it, it depends on your personality but that there are many ways to go about it um yeah uh, and yon uh, parang so but i totally agree with delayed gratification that, again i don't think you'll ever regret uh, practicing that yeah yeah uh, and there are many ways naman i like george said uh, many ways to to go about it you can if you don't have enough ask if they have a layaway plan yeah 
Um, yeah, uh, you know, I'm fast. I, I, I've always been fascinated with how my grandparents, my lolo and my lola, um, budgeted their money. My lola was a great school teacher in a public school. My lolo was an accountant, and uh, they sent all their kids, my mom, uh, all their kids to exclusive schools. Uh, they were able to build their own house, and they were able to buy some properties. And and you know. My Lola was a master at layaway plans. You know, mm-hmm. she would do that. I don't, George, I don't know if you, if they still have this in Rustans. But, but my grandmother would buy those, uh, those uh, really nice vases. And mm-hmm. like vases, mm-hmm. vases yeah. <laughs> from Rustans. Uh-huh. She she should buy them on you know layaway plan. Okay. She'd go there and then give them some money and go there and give some money until she was able to to take it home. And and, and you can do that or you can um, I don't know. Uh, but think of other ways. Yeah. Rands, I want to point out that I you know I wouldn't be surprised that there are some people listening now who actually don't know what a lay layaway plan is. You know why? Because. Now it's not because uh, for for those who don't know, a layaway plan is hold it for me. I'm not gonna bring it home now, but I will pay for it little by little. Hulugan, but you only get it when you've paid for it, because now the culture is we're living in a culture of buy now but pay later, where yeah. you get it right away but you pay it later and. I don't want to speak against that because I use buy now pay later schemes. I do. I have uh, I have apps on my phone that do that. But then I was shocked to find out that some people, there's a certain generation, there's a certain percentage of people I, I think between 20 uh no 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 around uh, I think 17 to 28 year olds who are yeah, our age. who are yeah. giving up food. <laughs> yeah, our age. <laughs> who are giving yeah. up food. So that they can pay for their debts on their buy now pay later schemes uh, purchases, can you imagine? And and um, I, so we just be wary about these things because that is the culture now, which is the total opposite of what Randy is saying about um, delayed gratification. That uh, that said, sometimes there's uh, there's logic to it, like. One way I use my buy now, pay later uh, is like, especially now that it's on lockdown and retail is closed. And if I if I didn't get to try on the, the, the shoes, for example, that I've been wanting for a long time, but then never got to try, I'll, I'll try, I'll probably use it buy now, pay later because I want to make sure that it fits first so that I didn't spend so much and I can always return it. But that's because here it's very easy to return items, all right? Um, in yeah. some cultures or some countries, it's not so easy. So I guess, again, it depends. Um, Renz, I want to circle back to what you said about debt, paying your debt first. Because I, I had an experience where um, someone owed me money, but then, uh, what do you call this? Someone owed me money, but then I saw that they didn't, they haven't been paying me according to what they promised, but then I saw they were buying shoes or shirts left and right. So that kind of felt bad because I felt like, hey, you owe me money, but then you're able to spend for all of these things. And so I think that's something that's good to be conscious about and um, not just owe people but you sometimes you owe the bank or whatever um mm-hmm. yeah just just thought about that about what yeah. you said yep uh, george i also want to remind our our uh, listeners that uh, 
again, there are other ways of uh, spending, but you really need to know how disciplined you are. Uh-huh. Because because if, you know, done the right way, these wonderful things, you know, like like a credit card. A credit card is a wonderful thing. It, 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 it's convenience. You don't have to carry cash. But if, if you're not disciplined in using it, uh, it you'll, you'll, you'll be in trouble. Um, the, the, the buy now, pay later thing, uh, especially now, George, it's, I, I don't know about there in Melbourne, but uh, here in the Philippines, it's, it's practically very easy to use a credit card. Uh, and they, you know, they say that no, no interest and uh, hmm. all these things. It's okay. You can buy things, no zero interest, six months. It's like a layaway plan only, except that you already get what you, <laughs> yeah. what, what you want. But, but um, if, if, you're not, uh, if you're not careful and if you're not disciplined, you will end up you know, trying to, you, you'll end up buying stuff that you don't need just because it is uh, zero interest. Yeah. And again, discipline, guys, discipline is the key. We have a question, Rans, here that came in. When it comes to leisure spending, uh, should you stop doing something if you feel it's already a guilty pleasure? So you're aware or you feel guilty or you know that it's just a guilty pleasure. Um, so what what should you do? What What's your take on that? Um, I don't know if you've heard about this principle, about this envelope thing. Uh, envelope thing. Um where you have several envelopes and uh, when it's payday, you put the amounts in a particular envelope like mm-hmm. uh, uh, savings or investment envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you need to have an envelope for self-care, for mm. self-pampering. And whatever money you put there, then don't feel guilty spending it uh, mm. because you know that that's the budget. That's the budget. Um, and I, I'll go to the extreme, George, because this happened to me. And this happens to me. Um, sometimes I don't want to buy things for myself. And I always put it off. Uh, oh, this is nice. I think I need it. But never mind. Like I say, mahal. Never mind. Kasi naman, mabaka naman. I don't need it, etc., etc., etc. And I try to keep, to, to hold it as, you know, as, as long as I can. Um, and then, uh, because of that, naman, sometimes when I see something, I buy it uh, on impulse. And then after that, I feel guilty. Uh. Uh, if, I get, if I end up buying something for myself, I feel guilty afterwards. While I'm buying it, it's okay. But when I get home, <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Uh, but, but uh, you know, I heard this from Bo and he said, Randy, learn how to love yourself. So again, it, yeah. it, it, naman, I, I talked about discipline earlier. Now I'm talk, I, I, I want to I remind everyone about balance. Yeah. And, and I think you're right. If you don't set aside the fund, then there's a tendency for you to feel, you know, it, it's hard. It's ambiguous. You know, you don't, you don't know whether it's right or wrong to get it. But... If you set, if you have a fund, a spending fund, or a pampering fund, or a self-care fund, and you can see how much it is, then there's less emotion or less guilt behind it. That well, I already set it aside for that. Now, the, as long as you're able to stay within it, you stay within that limit, right? Yeah, yeah. Spending limit 
it's important to set a spending limit. And again, George, I'll go back to I'll go back to what I said earlier uh, about the envelope thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it. There's 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 a there's a, there, there's the a name method. for it, but uh, <laughs> an envelope thing um, because you won't feel guilty when you uh, spend what's inside the envelope, and at yep. least you will not overspend. Now. Going to the third point, George. We, we, we uh, the, this this podcast is entitled uh, "Save, Spend," and then the third is share. Even in the, I'll just say this: that even in 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 what you're supposed to share, or what you're willing to share, or what you can share, or what you want to share, you should also have an envelope and have a limit there, so it it won't eat up on the other on the other expenses uh, yeah. or in yeah. the other areas. So yeah. so now we go to share yes all right sharing so let's 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 start off with a question Rand, because this is really interesting so when we say share obviously we're talking about giving to those in need and it doesn't necessarily mean the yeah it doesn't necessarily mean the poor but sharing with your family um we have a beautiful tradition randy where we um on your first paycheck diba Lini-libre natin yung pamilya, di ba? Or, or sometimes we even uh, give it, give the whole check to the parents. Uh, depends uh, if you're single, maybe, you know, or it's your first job. So, and then there is also, you know, sharing it with your siblings or your, you know, like I said, treat it, treat them or something. Um, or you give to the needy. Uh, there's a question, you know, um, givers have li- should have limitations because takers do not have any. So how sh- how generous should we be? And and you sort of already gave a little bit of that. Na dapat may limit. Then you set a limit. There's an envelope for it, diba? Yeah. Can can I contradict myself? <laughs> Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. After after sure. after <laughs> after saying that uh, you know we should have limits, I I can also say to balance it, George. That scripture says that there's no law against generosity. Um, yeah. And and actually, when it comes to sharing, I, I believe this. Proverbs 11, 24, 25 says, The world of the generous gets larger and larger. Mm. And the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. So if, if uh, there's no law against generosity, but, uh, but, but uh, I think we, we need uh, to balance that. We need to be prudent also. Yeah, because I think uh, there's a thin line between generosity and uh, I mean uh, reckless, uh, reckless, uh, yeah, or or mindless uh, giving. Can I can I argue also, Rans, that a generous person doesn't actually mean that he always gives. Yes, I mean, I can be considered a generous person. But if I don't have the capacity to give right now, that doesn't make me not generous. Yeah. I mean, what what am I gonna do if I don't have the money to give? Yeah. Yeah. How can you accuse me? Now, I think not being generous or being stingy is when you have the capacity, but mm-hmm. you don't do it for whatever reason. Yeah. But of obviously to the person asking, uh, so right now, Rans, we're talking about giving to people who need stuff like 
we're maybe we're not talking about charity right now, but the people who want to borrow money or or asking, you know, because they need help. Um, obviously, it might feel to them that you're not generous. Um, but then there's also a danger when people live off the generosity of others. Jesus yeah. said, "Don't, don't, you know, instead of giving them a fish, teach them how to fish." Now that can get tricky, also, because do you really have the means to teach them how to fish? Right? Some people say, "I'm not going to give him because I'm teaching him a lesson," but sometimes it, it's, it's hard. The person doesn't get that either. But then it, 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 there's truth to it. Um, but then that's also not being generous, probably, because you're mm-hmm. not helping the person anymore. So, um, and and. Another way to put it, a friend of mine said, uh, every time you say yes to someone, you're saying no to someone else. Because whether it's time or a treasure, like if I say yes to you to have an appointment or have a catch-up, you know, I cannot have a catch-up with someone else. I'll have to I'll have to not be present for someone else. Now, same way if you ask me for money, I will if I say yes to giving that to you. I, I cannot give it to someone else who needs it or whatever, or I might be depriving my family of something that is essential, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I guess the que- my, one way to look at it there is what is the limit? Because at what point is your giving affecting your other obligations? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, you can only give what you have. So, yeah. Yeah. I, and, and then, George, generosity is not what we do, it's who we are. So yeah. when it comes to being generous, there's no limit. But when it comes to your giving other people or you're sharing it with other people, I think you need to practice prudence and wisdom. Yeah. You already said that uh, if, you, if you give away everything, uh, what, will you, what else do you have to, you know, what, what else can you give away? So, and yeah. and uh, sometimes we have to also be careful because I understand that it's it's, prone to abuse uh-huh. some people some people might just go and keep on asking money and uh, George I you know one time I, my wife and I we were discussing and we were talking about people who, who come and uh, sometimes borrow money from us and uh, um, yeah if I didn't if, if I don't have money I tell them sorry I cannot or sometimes if they're borrowing a big amount, I'll tell them, oh, oh, sorry, I can just lend you this amount or give you this amount, but not the whole amount. But uh, and at the end, at the end of uh, that process, my wife and I were talking. We said that, you know, um, uh, trying to see some to see, you know, something to be thankful for. Uh, we 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 said that it's we praise and thank God that we're on this side and we're not on the other side. Um, mm, amen. Uh, yeah, at least we have something to give. And I Amen. believe that everyone, George, this is my belief. This is just me. Everyone has something to give. It doesn't, you know, it, I, I, sometimes I think it's not the amount, you know, the, the amount is, is uh, as important as the habit and, and yeah. the lifestyle of generosity. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like what you said about it's good you're on that side because I, I've been on the other side of in need, being in need, like there was a time in my life when I didn't have income, actually. And um, I was doing, I was selling plans and I wasn't good at it, all right? So I was selling education plans, for example, because I, I that 
you know, I, I wasn't in an, I, I didn't have a job, a job, job, a permanent job. And I know what it feels like to walk into a party and look at everyone and their, pers- their prospective clients, you know, <laughs> and, and you talk to someone and then you can't help but inject what you do and hopefully try to make a sale then and then and there because you're in need, you know, right? Um, and, and so I, yeah, I totally agree. It's better to know that ikaw yung hinihingan. Diba? Mabuti ning ikaw yung hinihingan kesa ikaw yung humihingi. Now, mm-hmm. um, Rans, just just to go to to keep on in in this uh, on this topic about lending because some people say what's your what's your opinion on lending or is there a limit? Um um I one good advice I heard was that you only lend the amount that you're willing to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, whether yeah. it's um whether it's a friend or not a friend, or especially if it's a friend, because if it's a friend, you wouldn't want to jeopardize your friendship over a yes. big debt. So yeah. it it's be- like my wife and I have a policy now. If we're lending money, we hear someone in need, and it's a close friend. We say, let's give let's give this. Even sometimes they're not even asking. They're not even lending. Uh, they're not even asking, but. Or we know that they need, and we know they would say, oh, "I'll pay you back." But you say, "Let's only give the money, lend the money that even if they cannot pay, hindi sa samayang loob mo, you won't feel bad and you won't take it against them, and you won't be attached to that amount." Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, it's given in the process, in the light of lending, but in spirit, you're actually giving it already. And if they're able to pay back, then well and good, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one way. That's just one way that might help make giving easier and will also dictate how much you're willing to give. Because sometimes I think when someone comes with you and says, I have this need, we feel obligated to give that full amount. Mm-hmm. And and then because we can't give the full amount, we say, sorry, I can't help you. But I agree with what you said. Um, uh, everyone can give something. So maybe you're able to give a, a small amount and pero minsan parang jahe diba you feel embarrassed that you're gonna give so little but guys I think from the perspective of the person uh, I would imagine that that they should appreciate whatever you can give uh, I don't know that's just me and ang problema dyan sometimes runs parang ito lang bibigay mo eh ang ganda-ganda ng suit mo or you laki-laki ng bahay mo or whatever you know they, they, they make you feel guilty or you there's mm. this guilt or or even you sometimes feel why am I able to spend on other things but why can't I give more I guess that's where the whole envelope thing comes in what you said you know you set them out and you said well this is the comfortable amount or budget that I can pull from to give you know yeah I think- George it, it's a uh- it's a benevolent fund. Yes, yes. <laughs> just, yes. just, just decide what you're able to give and what you can afford to give, to share, and then don't feel guilty anymore because um, there's next I, month. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's monthly, naman. And uh, again, it sometimes the Holy Spirit will whisper and will lead you or push you or prod you to give more. But uh, I think it's good to, again, to be prudent about it. Uh, um, y- I, I've, I've been accused, not naman many times, of, of uh, being very generous to, to friends, to people I, uh, I, I, I barely know. 
um, and and uh, not naman neglecting, but but not being as generous to to close family, and uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. you know so so just don't be guilty. Set a set an amount, and just give, just share. Sharing is good. It is it is it's still more blessed to give than to receive. Rans, when you say when we say that generosity is who you are and not what you do, meaning it's not measured by how much you give, but it's a disposition. Maybe that's what it means when the Bible says there is no law against generosity, mm-hmm. meaning. There is no law that says you should not be a generous person, but it doesn't necessarily say there is no law to how much you should give because that is based yeah. on what you have. Yes. That is based on your capacity. But again, guys, I think let's let's determine or let's get that straight. Being a generous person doesn't mean you're always giving. Um, mm-hmm. You can still be generous and, and sometimes giving... Uh, I mean, a way exaggerated example, but sometimes giving 50 pesos is generous, you know, if your situation says that that's already painful for you, but you're going to make a sacrifice somewhere so that you can give or accommodate the need of someone else. I mean, that's, that's the reality is that, yeah, giving generously is not just out of surplus, but also sometimes it hurts. And it's not just because you can afford it. But yeah, sometimes it, there's nothing wrong with sacrificing something either. If it's a luxury, if it's a if it's a necessity, like if you're not going to feed your family so that you can be generous, that might be a different thing. Unless your family has, you know, you've committed to being missionaries or something like that. But if there's a luxury that you wanted to spend for, and then you said, all right, I'll put that on hold because there's someone else in need, my golly, that's that's being really generous, whether you give the whole amount that that person needs or not. So mm-hmm. again, it's 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 an attitude, it's a pers- it's a disposition, it's even a decision, but it's mm-hmm. not based on how much or even how often you give. At least that's that's what I think, and uh, yeah, Randy and I sort of yeah, I I, I right? think generosity. I don't know. I don't know if if this is accurate or or, or, or if this is uh, theologically sound or something, but generosity is all about what you can give. Um, it's it's all about what you can give because if you cannot give, if 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 you're you're giving something that you cannot afford already, it's it's like <laughs> it's like spending what you, you what you can't afford. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so. Very good. There. And and it might sound rants. I don't know if it sounds now that we're contradicting the whole point of this uh, spend, share, uh, spend, uh, save, spend, or share. But I guess it's also we don't want it to be stereotyped or just assume that just because we use the word share, that you have to just share and share and share and share and share. There's, yeah. uh, again, it's what to do, when to do, how to do. Um, Hopefully, this will help you decide, yeah, when is the best time, how much is the best time, how often, and who even to give it to. Because yeah, it's not always, it's, you know, it's not always the same person or sometimes gusto mong paikutin or we gave to them this time or next month we'll give to someone else. I mean, it depends how many mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are in need or how many people you want to bless. Yeah, and, and, and 
Number one, George, this is our podca- podcast. We can say whatever we want. So, <laughs> no, number two, number two, um, yeah, you giving, giving is not just giving financial, uh, financial blessing. Giving is, uh, giving is, you know, you can give of your time, your talent, your treasure. So when we talk about generosity, it's not just about money. You can share. You can share your knowledge so that that person can use that and then maybe earn someday. Or you can share your talent, uh, try to bless people and inspire them. Yeah. So there. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And I know there's a lot of other questions that people might have, and um, hopefully we'll have another podcast in the future about this topic. Um, when the other questions come in, but but yeah, yeah we kind of wanna wanted to talk about these three things, all right? So uh, just to recap, Randy, so save, all right? Um, it's you know this the spare tire is you, you you never know when you're gonna need it, but then it's good. It it gives a lot of sanity to know that if anything happens to your job or your income, um, how are you going to be? I guess that's the good question, right? Um. Mm-hmm. If if you were to lose your income today, how much would you want to have? Which will, you know, and maybe or, that or, can be the goal. It doesn't have to be, you have to have it now. And and you don't have to kill yourself in trying to build that fund. You you do it little by little, but then that's a good goal, I guess. What do you think will, the, uh, the common advice is six months. The, how does that sound to you, right? Yeah, maybe also, George, to, to, to convince them, convince our listeners to start saving. Here's the question. If you lose your job or if, if you lose all your opportunities for income today, how long can you live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Oh, on, on what you have it. now, on, on what, what your you savings now. is now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. So, and so mm-hmm. then there, it's up to you and how you do it. But then in the end of the day, it is your decision, obviously. And and so, yeah, these are just questions that Randy and I are floating, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, floating to you. The, the, next one, the next one is spend. Yeah. Um, spend only what you can spend. And uh, you have to apply uh, prudence and practice prudence and uh, and uh, spend with wisdom. Um, Delayed gratification is a good thing. Yes. And, and maybe have a not now but later list mm-hmm. for the things that are maybe due in another season of your life. Yeah. And, and if you have to, don't feel guilty. Just yeah. make sure that you set limits on what you're yeah. going to spend. Which means also to make sure that um, the spending doesn't change your lifestyle, even when your income gets bigger, right? Yes, I like I like that point that you made. Yeah, yeah. And 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 when it comes to sharing, right? Sharing, there's no limit. Sharing is Uh, good. There's no law. Yeah, sharing is good, and there is no law uh, against generosity. But again, generosity is not is who you are. It's not what you do necessarily even if you're not mm-hmm. able to give now it doesn't mean you're not a generous person but then trying to find what you can give even if it's not the exact amount or not it's not big or grand um that sustains or still reminds you that it's it's good to give and it's good to share because you know Rans I I firmly believe that God has not given anything to us that was meant solely just for ourselves yeah, it's all meant 
to be shared. Yes. It's all meant to bless the world, whether it's a talent, whether it's money, and it doesn't mean that that exact amount you you share, but somehow whatever you spend that money for ideally would lead to you being, uh, whether it leads to you being a better person, more equipped to bless others or build your business or something. You know what I mean? But it's it's always mm-hmm. not just for yourself. Your children, God gave you your children, but one, you're going to have to let them go because they're going to, they're, they're blessing the world. Even now, right now, right? They're bringing joy to others. So nothing mm-hmm. we have was meant just for us. It, it's all meant to be shared because God is good and that's how God is. He He blesses people through people. And and, and just remember this. Uh, when you share your when, when when you share and give bountifully, you will reap bountifully. If you sow sparingly, you will sow uh, sparingly. Reap Amen. Sparingly. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Okay. So just just some bonus questions before um before we end. Um sometimes some people say they don't have a stable income. Are they exempted from from all the things that we talked about, all right? And um yeah, is is that something do you think grants that are they exempted um, from all of that? No, I, I I think uh, if we're talking about the, the 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 habit, if we're talking about the lifestyle, uh, we'll just be talking about the uh, what do you call this? Uh, the 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 extent of giving or mm-hmm. the extent of saving, but it it will always be there. If we develop the habit of uh, saving, yeah. yeah, 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 spending well and then sharing, you know, we're we're just going to talk about the value. Or the amounts, but yeah. it will always be there. You will so, always save something. You will always yes, spend yes. with a limit, and then you will always share. So, in in other words, you don't have a stable job, maybe, and your money comes once in a while. Then you can apply the same principle to whatever income comes in. If, for example, you said twenty percent for your savings, then you try to do that, no matter how big or small the income was that's mm-hmm. that's probably one a good way to do it now um yeah. of course we can't speak to every single situation you might be in dire need or something and which is why the judgment call comes in but mm-hmm. then i think it's always good to have those systems in place and and hopefully yeah if it's a habit then it will you know it will pull you through um Rand's, uh maximizing <laughs> The benefit of a thirteenth month pay, um, yeah. Uh, do you have any ideas on that? Think, think like it's not there. Galang. You you try to think that it's not there, and then whatever whatever you can set aside, just set it aside. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's 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 a. I think that's good. That's a good thought, um, because a lot of people will hinge a lot of things on 13th month pay, which, of course, that also comes with tradition, right? Christmas, when people are spending a lot and and you want to have a nice celebration. And again, guys, there's nothing wrong with, you know, there's nothing wrong with spending per se. um, And there's nothing wrong with buying per se, just the act of it. I think as long as we, we remember that Moments, uh, moments will pass, and material things will fade. So let's just not 
let's make sure that we don't equate these things with happiness. Yeah. Tama barans because if we yeah. do then that means that that happiness will quickly fade especially if it's just a moment, right? Mm-hmm. Of course we build memories, that's important, but uh I don't know if God will require us to have money in order to create a memory. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, yeah. a lot of the most meaningful memories in my life, yeah, some of them were from grand events or things that were spent for like trips and all of that. But for example, the most powerful memory I have with my dad is just sitting with him in a garage having a conversation about something that, you know, was when when he forgave me for something. There was no money spent in that. But it's a memory, right? And so... Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I don't think God will say if you really want to create meaningful memories, you have to spend for all of them. Right? Yeah. And yeah. and 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 so there, as long as so in the light of the thirteenth month pay, maximizing it, there's many, many ways to maximize it, but I like the idea, Rand, that or, don't or, even don't, think of <laughs> or, or if you have to, you know, set aside fifty percent. To save and maybe spend the fifty percent for Christmas, it, you know, uh, just to keep up with the spirit, you know, especially here in the yeah. Philippines. Uh, yeah. Just make sure that you, you know, you 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 save some a uh, 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 significant part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. La- last is, um, if you have regular income that's not enough for expenses, what are what are the basic basic things to do to? To overcome this situation, or maybe even to rise from poverty, like you know, um, what do we do? What What do you do there? And wow, this sounds like another topic altogether. But yeah, Rance, I, I remember Bo saying that we have to increase our mental wallet. That's mm-hmm. one way. That's one thing that they teach in the Truly Rich Club that you actually have to see that you deserve to have more. And and you're not limited to just what is there. Um, you, to to increase your mental wallet to say I have the capacity to earn more, and um, mm-hmm. then just just w- what I'm getting right now. Um, there was a time, George, that my mental wallet, the size of my mental wallet, is about two thousand pesos. So okay. if I if I you know I, I remember that I I got for me that was a windfall. Uh, I got ten thousand pesos, but my wow. my wallet size is two thousand pesos. So my mind was, you know, was short circuiting, uh, <laughs> thinking of what I to so do much with money. the ten. Yeah, with the ten thousand, I felt like I was, I was uh, uh, Jaime Augusto Sobel, <laughs> and uh, you know, I ended up splurging and not. The, the taking care of the the extra. Mm, mm, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, increase your mental wallet size. And of course, George, it's the mindset. Mindset. Kung kulang, didagdagan. And <laughs> you have, you have uh, limited income, regular income that's not enough, then go side hustle. In, in, that's our term now, George. Us, uh, that's our term now. But for you, so that you'll understand, sideline. Sideline. Okay. <laughs> uh, kami, it, we call it side hustle. Yan ba? Yan ba mausapan ng mga current generation, Randy? Yeah, yeah. You call it a side hustle. 
and and yeah and and maybe look into passive income or investments uh, and of course sometimes that sounds like something that you can only do when you have extra but then when you think about it putting even a small amount would mean that you're you you could potentially be earning without working and and that's that could potentially be a very good thing especially when you feel you're already putting all your physical energy into a job and you're still not making enough. I mean, mm. it can sound crazy. Why will I put money in investments when I already don't have enough? But then um, again, don't, don't, uh, I'm not a lecturer. We're not lecturers at Truly Rich Club. I've also ha- heard it. I've also heard it said that don't go into investments if you don't have enough for your basic needs. So we're not saying that um, that's, um, uh, that's you. You should go into it if you if you don't have enough for your basic needs. But the question is, that's basic needs because the question runs was expenses. So, is there also a way for you to cut on your expenses? So you might also want to look into that. When you say you don't have enough for expenses, um, are there things that you can sacrifice for the meantime, not forever, but for the meantime, mm-hmm. to make ends meet or such that. You can have enough to, yeah, potentially invest, or you know, um, at least not feel so drowned in, you know, uh, in in spending because you know, are are there still areas where you're, you're able to sacrifice now? Obviously, mm-hmm. Randy, there are a lot of people with many children and who are you know in poverty. Then these are also extreme cases, which uh, we we can't talk to all extreme cases. But then, if you have the capacity to do any of those things, then the the things that we mentioned then might mm-hmm. might be worth looking into. Yeah, the, the the question really, George, is how badly do you need that extra income? So if it's uh, for your existence, I mean. La- just do everything you can so that you can yeah. you, you you can yeah. make extra do not despise the 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 day of small beginnings and uh, mm. um you know, no matter how small just keep on doing it keep at it and then uh, you'll get better at your craft and then you'll you'll find more opportunities and then one day you'll wake up and realize that wow wow look how far i've gone okay so save Spend or share. Yan yung mga pinag-usapan natin. Those are the things yeah, that we should wait, do. Yeah, but wait, but wait, but wait, George. There's more. You know, <laughs> there's, here in, uh, there's here more. In take note. Here in take note, we always give you something extra special and something <laughs> like a bonus. And uh, we have a fourth bonus point, George. And it's, uh, of course, we said it's save, spend, share. And uh, now the fourth point, the bonus is sauli, huh? sauli, yes. or giving back to God, or uh, in in a more technical term, tithing. Tithing, amen. Yeah. Now the I I love it, I love it, and and tithing is the Bible recommends, right? The church recommends at least ten percent mm-hmm. of our income, right? And that's a biblical, that's a biblical. Um, principle right Rand? yes 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 you give back to god because the the, the belief or uh the yeah the belief right uh truth is um everything belongs to god and uh he has appointed us as stewards of whatever blessings that he is allowing us to enjoy now god is a very generous god and he allows us to enjoy 
but he he just requires us to give back 10% or that's why you call it tithe 10% of whatever blessing that we have and give it back to him uh, so it's uh, it's it's giving back to god and enjoying the 90% you, you know rans i like to see tithing because a lot of people say grab him and see lord why does he require that 10%, you know, what does he do with it? Does he need it? You know, um, but I honestly believe we are the ones who need to tithe. Why? Because it reminds us of what you said, that it came from God in the first place. Because if we don't do that, and if we forget that everything we have came from God, even the energy and the strength, you know, in order to work hard for that paycheck and even the brilliant ideas, you know, that allowed you to land that contract or the gifting of, of negotiation. All of that came from God, which led to the income that you have. And if we forget that, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous when we forget who the source of our income is because we will not revere them. We may not respect the money or the income that we have if we don't remember that it came from God to begin with. You know, we'll abuse it. We might use it for not good purposes. And we also may not be responsible with it. But by giving back to God, just a portion, just 10% is, is you know, it is. it reminds us you know, and it puts us in check. And also, I believe, and and you know, I believe that it it allows us to stay connected to the source, right? I mean, mm-hmm. to, to to the source of the blessing. Yeah, it, George. This is one of the commandments of God that has um, that states explicitly the reward or the you know the the the, the reward for obedience. Mm-hmm. Of course, you, you, we have all these commandments: love the Lord your God, and, and they have their own. They have their own rewards, blessing. But in this case, this is very. This is explicitly said that give your ten percent, give your tithe to the storehouse, and what I will open the floodgates of heaven Hallelujah. and pour out blessings right upon you that even your households and your barns cannot accommodate. Now. God is asking us 10% precisely because of what you said George we have to, we we will be connected we will be we will be mindful but along with the 10% that God is asking us to give he's pouring out blessings without measure so so um, if you're a businessman or if you're a shrewd businessman you take that deal <laughs> I mean, you take that deal. Uh, Very, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> and, why not? And, diba? and you said something a while ago, Rans. Can you repeat what you said? That um, there is no law against generosity. And was it the territory of the generous increases? Yeah, or something? Prover- Proverbs 11, 24, 25. It says the world of the generous. The world. Get, All right. Yeah, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. And the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Okay. So when you talk about the world getting larger, that talks about expansion. That talks about growth. That talks about Hallelujah. Uh, uh, right on. abundance. That talks about increase. And, and, and Rans, I, I, I have a theory with that, that 
the reason why the generous are blessed is so that they can be more generous. Yes. Because God uses people to bless people. Mm-hmm. The more generous you are, the more God will equip you to continue on that path of generosity and the more so that he can use you to reach even more. You're generous maybe with one, two, three, five people. Now God says, hey, look at this guy. He is generous. And not just being generous in terms of action, but God sees our heart and knows that we are generous. Therefore, he knows that we want to honor him with whatever we have in terms of income. I'm going to bless him more because he's faithful in giving his tithe. What you said, if you're faithful to giving the tithe, you're always acknowledging, God, this comes from you. I want to remain connected to you. Boom, here comes the store. I am going to fill your storehouse to overflowing. Why? Because you are doing exactly what I want, what I need people to do in order for my blessings to reach them. God likes to use people to bless people. He doesn't always send manna from the heaven and let it drop down. He wants yeah. to use people because he want, He uses love, all right? Yep. Love. Yep. And, and so the more we tithe and the more we stay connected to God, the more God will bless us. Now, to, to bless others. Now, let's just be careful because sometimes it becomes, a, what do you call this? A ploy or a strategy. Oh, I'm going to give my tithe because God said my income will be bigger. I mean, it's not something you do with that intention because it's proper and right to tithe to begin with. But then you can also trust that even when, right, or you only have this much, but, you have a choice between buying something that's you know luxury or tithing, and then you have the choice. Just for the sake of encouraging you, go for the tithe because, I mean, as long as it's just a luxury, right? Because it 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 you know God, it it belongs to God, and don't worry, whatever you fear losing, God will replace. There's a storehouse worth of blessings waiting for you. And whatever you wanted or whatever God has given already, there's more of that where it came from. Amen. Yeah. 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 Yes, George. And and here's I, I, I want to give you an, an another perspective on, on why the Lord blesses us. Yes, the Lord wants the Lord blesses all of us so that we can be a conduit of blessings. Other people will be blessed. Because but he the, says this person can do it. You know, if yeah, you're generous, yeah. you, yes, can, you can I, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can do it. <laughs> um, but but one, I think this is you know, uh, and and I'm almost sure that this is the truth. I mean, <laughs> this is what I believe that um, when God blesses you, He wants to use you as an example to wow. encourage others to do the same. Um, yeah, you know, cars are sold. Uh, cars are uh, cars are sold faster when you have a showroom, yeah. <laughs> So you have a showroom where people can see. God, that's why, and this is partly uh, what it means for us to be a light. You don't put a candle and then put it under a table. So we are called to be light of the world. So that the that the you know you put it on top of a hill so people can see you, so um, yeah when I when, love I, it. I, but but I love know, that the giving it 
don't don't let your don't let your circumstances dictate your giving let your giving dictate your circumstances because if you continue to give again generosity and obedience is about what you can give if you continue to give what you can give and give it wholeheartedly cheerfully um you know what god will find a way to bless you god will Amen. find a way to bless you you may not see it yet but god is working in the background one day you will realize and we're we're a testament to that the people who serve you who serve or volunteer for the lord for church they're 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 living proof that god cannot be outdone in his generosity amen and i love it so god will bless you and increase you know expand your world so that you can give more but also so that you will be a light shining an example so that more people will be generous hey that's another way of thinking about the the world of the generous will expand because if there are more generous people then you know what i mean then that world of the generous is expanding because there's more generous people mm-hmm. and um yeah so i love it um I, and your world really does expand I, i i heard that um you know wealth is relative because the more wealthy you are the more relatives you discover <laughs> Uh, so, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but seriously, yeah. Where you're more generous. Yeah, you're you're able to bless more and um wow, I love it. Rance, can I just share one thing before we go um uh, because I had a very 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 powerful experience recently and I mm-hmm. I can't go into detail, but all I can say is this. I was attached to a potential income there was a potential income that could happen and i was very attached to it even before it was a sure thing but i was placed in a situation where i had two choices i could try and go after it but i would have to go against my gut i would have to do something that i wasn't I, that wouldn't be sincere of me or something i w- wouldn't be proud of or i could go with my gut and do what i knew was right but put but just decide that that money was never going to make it to me right and it was a choice and i i mean i'm in a situation i have two kids you know and it's that i could have used that money that money would be very beneficial for me but i knew that if i went with choice A which was to do something that I knew I wouldn't be proud of. I don't think I could ever tell my son the story. I could never f- tell him or I couldn't tell him proudly. You know, even if I did it in the name of providing for my family because I would have compromised my principles, but I knew that if I went with my conscience even if I lost that potential income God would replace it. Mm-hmm. And and that's exactly what happened. I went with option B and I made a decision to just do what I knew was right. And I said goodbye to that amount and said God's going to give it somehow. Can I tell you Rans what happened? God gave it to me anyway. <laughs> wow. Upon making uh-huh. that decision, 
I let go of it already. Huh? I already sincerely yeah. said, that's it. Yeah. God gave me that amount, but it was actually bigger than what I thought it would be. Uh-huh. Wow. And, and actually at that point, I was tempted to see it as a material blessing. But then I realized, wait, no, 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 no. This isn't even a material blessing. This is just an affirmation that God always has my back when it comes to provision. It was God's mm-hmm. whisper to me saying, hey, sagot kita. Hey, I'm watching over you. Hey, you're more precious than sparrows. Mm-hmm. Every wow. need you have, I have calculated already. And that's why I love the verse, Rans, um, in Colossians 3.23 that says, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as if working for the Lord, not for human masters. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so yeah. guys, God, God is our employer. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's our employer. And if we act, you know, we do what's right with the money given to us, but not just in the sense of income, but we live, we try to live according to his word and, and righteously, then then there's no limit to the bonuses that he can give. <laughs> there's no company limit. There's no annual limit. You know, it's it's just blessings overflowing. It's that mm-hmm. simple. Um, there's no limit to what we can earn you know, in terms yeah, of amen. what God wants to give us. Yeah. If yeah. if our heart is right. And yeah. 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 And, so and, that, and yeah, George, George is a tither and, uh, you know, tithing, sauli, it's, uh, it's about that. It's about getting or, or, or finding that place of surrender. And uh, amen. because many amen. times, friends, we miss the opportunity to hold on, to grasp what is best for us because we, we don't want to let go of what we think of that something that we think that is good for us. Uh, wow. Can I, can I just say that again? Write it down, okay? Yeah. Write it down. <laughs> Take okay? note, please. Write it down. Take note, okay? This is, I did not copy this from any book, okay? <laughs> I, just, I just thought about this now, okay? Wow. Holy I, I, I want to yeah. <laughs> write down, you know, when I speak sometimes. I want to take notes. But, but look, listen, we, we, so we, miss, we miss the opportunity to hold on. Uh, we miss the opportunity to grasp. Tama ba? George, tulungan yeah. mo na lang yeah. ako dito para no, no, maayos no, no. na. Para yep, yep, na. yep. Uh, you, we miss the opportunity to... Uh, Hold on or grasp? To grasp what God... To grasp what's best for us. Yes, yes. Because we're not willing to let go of what we think is good for us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hallelujah. In other words, surrender. Amen. Because you talked about letting go. And guys, if it's one word to sum up, up, (laughs) uh, save, spend, share, or saole, <laughs> it's surrender. Let's surrender our income, our finances as a whole. Yeah, bah, yeah. To God and to the prodding of the Holy Spirit. And by that, we sanctify. <laughs> we sanctify what, uh, what He has given us because it came from Him to begin with. Mm-hmm. Woo! Amen. I love that. All right. That, was, that okay. was great. Bye. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Good evening. Good morning. Bye. <laughs> we want to pray for you guys um if it's all yeah. right um just yeah. a few George more will pray for seconds you. yeah
Uh, In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. God, we thank you for every single person who's tuned in, listening to this podcast. They could have been listening to something else, but they are listening now. And we believe it is not our voices, but your voices that they have heard. It's your voice that we have heard, God, Randy and I, throughout this conversation. You've been speaking to us, and we thank you for the enlightenment that we've we've had. And uh, we lift up to you, everyone who's listening, and we pray that they would have the wisdom to know what to do with their income, um, to have the wisdom in terms of what they should save, how much, when to spend, and why they should spend, and also who to share it with and how often but always to never forget to return isa ole sayo panginoon to give back to you what you have given even if the the portion required by um you know by the church but also just willingly to give back to you to 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 never forget that everything came from you to begin with god Amen. we surrender we surrender our finances to you um and we know that you you have there is no limit to what you can do in our lives. Amen. Amen. But at the same time, we also lift up to you those who are struggling in their finances. God, we we know that it's it's very real, and you you know our struggles more than anyone. Some people can't make ends meet. Some people have are are deep in debt, and some people are you know have others depending on them, and it just never seems enough. We sincerely lift them up to you right now, God. And we believe that you are taking care of them just as much. And that provision is on the way. Wisdom is on the way. Help is on the way. And and yeah, you are still Lord of that situation, their situation. And we believe that you will still give them the ability to come out victorious. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All of this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, that was fun. So, friends, thank you for tuning in. Um, we invite you to listen to the uh, previous podcasts. Yep, yep, And yep. Uh, you don't just listen to it. And uh, remember to share it. Remember to tell your friends about it. Remember to, um, uh, to promote it, I hope. Uh, help us reach more people. And uh, yeah, you will be rewarded. The reward is double the reward for tithing if you share. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. Yeah, so it was fun, George. Thank you. Amen. Thanks, Rance. And thanks to the team, as always, from SVR TV for putting this together and helping us to get this word across. Guys, this is the Take Note podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will. Uh, hear you no you'll hear from us <laughs> again next time god bless you guys god bless thank you bye thank you for joining us if you like this episode of take note please don't forget to follow our podcast channel whichever platform you're listening from and you can also join us on our facebook podcast community group where we can do post-episode discussions. Just search Take Note Podcast on Facebook and you'll see us there. Also, subscribe to Feast TV's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Feast TV Official 
where you can also find the video version of this podcast. Speaking of finding our podcast, we have new episodes every first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. So catch us on our next upload.